You are about to enter another dimension. A dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. A journey into wondrous land of imagination. Next stop, Sister Luna Psychic Services Podcast. <laughs> that was good. Thank you. <laughs> What's happening? Claire is like, stop and whisk around the island. <laughs> what the fuck kind of scooby doo shit is this? Okay, <laughs> guys, we have this like big island in our kitchen and we have this visitor cat. <laughs> oh my god. And they're like following each other around the island. Like, one will be creeping around a corner. It's so stupid. What are you doing? Just be normal. On this episode of the Sister Luna Psychic Services Podcast, we are going to talk about the jack-o'-lantern. What? Why are you looking at me like that? That's the sound jack-o'-lanterns make. No. <laughs> it's a sound like an evil wizard makes. Jack lanterns, I feel, don't typically make a lot of noise. Though I guess if they did, they might have that. Well, the headless horse, no, he doesn't talk, though. He's got no head. Yeah. It's the, the? roll of a lifetime. <laughs> the roll of a lifetime. For a jack o' lantern to play the headless horseman. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay. What if this is one where I do want to ask you, what do you know about jack-o'-lanterns? Because that actually like leads into my thing. The bug is back. There's two cats in here right now. One of you kill this bug. Sorry. They're too interested in chasing each other through hallways and then like something will get flipped around and then suddenly the chase is backwards and then They'll smash into a wall and then they'll take the mask off. I want to get away with it too. <laughs> I literally know nothing about jack lanterns. Um, I assume that it has to have originated in the Americas as pumpkins are. You're, you're making the <laughs> smuggest fucking faces. Because <laughs> um, that's really smart, but it's wrong. Okay, yeah, that's but like pu- pumpkins are from here. Yeah, like they're yeah. well, not here, but like Mexico, Mexico. Yeah, yeah. I looked that up at the end after I did all the rest of my research because I was like, "But like, where like, are pumpkins pumpkin? actually yeah. from?" Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's when I found out they're from Mexico. Any guesses on what jack o' lanterns were originally made out of? Uh, Ooh, that is a good question. Because um, <laughs> it couldn't be. Well, oh, hey, hold on. Give me a give me a date. A date. Yeah, like because you say originally, and and like I don't know. Ninth actual- century British Isles. Ninth century British Isles. Okay. Uh, ooh, turnip. That's right. Did you cheat? How did you know that? Because I. I know about where food is. <laughs> because I, like, I literally took a course on kind of, like, the origins of certain kinds of food. And so, like, I, I have a general idea, like, idea of what was growing where at what point.
collecting history. Oh, interesting. But there's a really good book that, that again, we can probably just add in the episode description that kind of tracks the development of human civilizations based on what was growing in the region. Because it, like, if you have kind of a high protein source in the place where you are, it allows you to create a, like, an agricultural society. Interesting. It's why, like, kind of the Aztecs were, at the time, pretty much as advanced as the European civilizations that came at the exact same time that came over. Mm-hmm. It was just they didn't work at that point where they were exploring the rest of the world. Right. But wouldn't, like, island regions like Japan have a really good source of protein because of fish? Yeah. But also, less reason to explore. Right. You want to see a picture of a jack-o'-lantern made out of a turnip? Yeah. What? Oh, no. It's horrific. <laughs> it's so much scarier than a pumpkin. I, uh. Hold on, do they put makeup on it? Or does it just, like... I don't know. I think turnips have that. They have, like, pink kind of parts on them. Yeah. But maybe they did. I don't know. Do we have episode art? Yeah, we put it on Instagram. Okay. Oh, but like when it goes on like Spotify. Oh, I could change the picture to that turnip. Is that what you want? For the episode, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay, well, when you pull this one up on Spotify, it's going to look different. Don't get confused. It's just the the turnip jack-o'-lantern. Okay. So here's some more Christian revisionist bullshit. Sorry. I'm getting low-key mad, though, <laughs> about this. Why am I growling? Okay. Is that, oh, that was one of the cats. No, it was me. <laughs> okay. Stingy Jack. Does that ring any bells? Stingy Jack. Stingy Jack. Yeah. No. See, even when I type Stingy Jack into Google, I mean, history.com, even though I do use them a lot, they're actually not the best source. And I'm going to prove why that is right now. The headline is, How Jack-O-Lanterns Originated in Irish Myth. (laughs) Stingy Jack. No! 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 What? No. I'm just mad. That's not how they fucking originated. That's what the Christians wrote down after. (laughs) Sorry. You got so mad you clicked on the ad. I got so mad I accidentally clicked on an ad and I almost like choked. (sighs) So they make up this fucking story about a drunk blacksmith who has a conversation with the devil and they're like, this is what a jack-o'-lantern is. But he was a stingy blacksmith? Like. So basically, he was like getting drunk in a bar, but he didn't want to pay for his drinks. But he was drinking with the devil. So, I mean, crafty. Like, uh, not crafty. What's it called when you convince people to do things? Persuasive motherfucker. Mm-hmm. He convinces the devil to transform into a coin to pay for their drinks. And then something happens. I don't know. I don't find the story. Hold on. Okay. The devil's got so much fucking money. Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Jack's not being stingy. He's just kind of recognizing what's different. 
Right. He's like, bro, yeah. you're literally the king of a realm. Yeah. <laughs> like, why don't you pay for the drinks? Yeah. Why don't you turn yourself into money? Well, no, that doesn't work. It's like, just f- turn the coaster into money. Yeah, you're, you're the devil. You can do whatever you, you want. Do, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay, Stingy Jack invited the devil to have a drink with him. True to his name, Stingy Jack didn't want to pay. So he convinced the devil to turn himself into a coin, like I said. Okay, so once the devil did so, Jack decided to keep the money and put it into his pocket next to a silver cross, which prevented the devil from changing back into his original form. Jack eventually freed the devil under the condition that he would not bother Jack for one year and that should Jack die, he would not claim his soul. The next year, Jack again tricked the devil into climbing into a tree to pick a piece of fruit. So what Jack did was when the devil was coming to take him to hell, he says, hey, Lucifer, buddy, I'm really hungry, and I'm about to go to hell. Can you just hook me up with an apple? I know you like apples. There's an apple tree right there, man. Like, come on, please. And the devil's like, okay, Jack. No problem. I'm a nice guy. I'll get you that apple. And then when he goes up the tree, Jack carved the sign of the cross into the tree's bark so that the devil could not come down until he promised Jack not to bother him for ten more years. I actually kind of like these stories because... It's just like some fucking monk is just like making his creative writing debut. Oh, yeah. No. I mean, like in... It reminds me more of, like, Anansi fables. Oh, yeah. Than, like, anything Christians normally Look, It's pretty like, wild for Christians. It's, it's very, like, like, I love this depiction of the devil as this, like, Elmer Fudd character. Like, <laughs> just, like if you dress up as a sexy lady, then he's going to... Shit. Yeah, if you draw like a painting of a hole on the ground, he'll think it's a real hole. Yeah. Okay, soon after Jack died, as the legend goes, God would not allow such an unsavory figure into heaven. Mm-hmm. Because he, it literally in some versions of the story that I read, it said because he's a, like an alcoholic, and it's like, Jesus Christ, God, that's rude. <laughs> like, <laughs> man. Okay, anyways. Devil yeah, Rush. And like, <laughs> God doth protest too much. <laughs> yeah, that's your true. your son's veins were literally coursing with Malbec. So, <laughs> Chill. yeah, the devil, upset by the trick Jack had played on him, and keeping his word not to claim his soul, would not allow Jack into hell. So Jack fucked the devil over twice, and then when it was time for him to die and go to well, he thought heaven, he got turned away. Then he shows up at hell, and the devil's like, no. <laughs> fuck you <laughs> and so then Jack's like okay I guess I'll just wander around the devil's just around. afraid of getting wedgie the rest of the time <laughs> I guess yeah he sent Jack off into the night with only a burning coal to light his way Jack put the coal into a carved out turnip and has been roaming the earth with ever since <laughs> The Irish began to refer to this ghostly figure as Jack of the Lantern. I feel like there's a version of the story where it's like, Jack invites the devil to have a drink with him. So if you're the one inviting someone, usually you have to at least offer to pay for the drinks, you know? Mm -hmm. If you're the one extending the invite. 
And so the devil comes and then Jack doesn't have any money or he doesn't want to pay. He like tells the devil to transform into a coin to pay. And he's like, okay, he does it. Then Jack fucks him over. Then later he comes back to take him to hell. And then Jack's like, bro, I'm like so hungry. Please give me an apple, blah, blah, blah. He doesn't. Mm -hmm. And then finally, when he can't, he, the devil's like, well, I promised I wasn't going to claim your soul, so you can't come into hell, but I'll give you, like, an ember of hellfire for your lantern so that you at least won't, like, be cold while you're roaming the earth. Right. You know? It's like, you wrote this story about the devil, and you wrote him, like, so nice. <laughs> and you're supposed to hate him. <laughs> like, you wrote him as just constantly, like, doing nice favors for this Jack person. <laughs> you yeah. Understand. That's, I mean, like, not to dwell on the secret theme of this podcast and say, like, Christianity is nonsense, but, like, that is really all of the stories of the devil, particularly in the Bible, are, like, him being pretty, like, chill, nice dude. He's basically, like, uh, what's his name with the fire? Prometheus? Yes. But with literally, like, fucking knowledge, it was, like, in the garden, they were just, yeah. you know, apes. Yeah. And he's like, hey, what if you... Understood everything. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to point out that the name Jack, along with the name John, was often attributed to different types of spirits or folk heroes such as Jack in the Green or John Barleycorn, right? Mm -hmm. As we previously discussed. So I think it's feasible that there was a, like, Samhain-related spirit that had a lantern for whatever reason in, like, beforehand named Jack. Maybe even Jack of the Lantern. Like, that could have been right, you know? So Jack and John were... They're just common names, I think. It's just like... By the pre-Christian? Oh, I don't know, I guess. Jack and the Green is old, I think. Because, I think... like, John is certainly biblical. Oh, yeah, he's got his own verse. Yeah. Wait. There's a few. Not a verse. Uh, yeah. a so there's a... There's, yeah, there's a disciple, there's a book, and there's also... The Baptist. Okay, no, I was wrong. Origins in the 18th century. Yeah. It's weird. I couldn't find anything about, like, what it was before that. It could, like, there, there are definitely characters who were not named Jack or John who were anglicized. Mm. Well, I guess Jack and the Green is, like, the green man. It's probably, like, the green right, name is probably yeah. a translation of the actual original name for that figure. Mm -hmm. Whereas, though, the jack-o'-lantern, or, like, Stingy Jack, is... I couldn't really find anything about who that character was before the revision of it all being about the devil. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming... I'm assuming, because I'm not can't do anything else, that it's 
like a reference to the archetype of the <clears throat> the like hermit, you know, mm, with a okay. lantern wandering around. Yeah. You know, that's like very. It sounds similar, kind of. I mean, not the whole, like, narrative leading up to that, but the end result of him being, like, a spirit that roams around with a lantern sounds kind of hermit-like. But I have a fun... I did find something. I didn't find anything about, like, a particular dude who would have been Stingy Jack, but I discovered that Jack-o'-lantern, it was actually... Uh, what what the actual thing was that they renamed it about is the Will of the Wisp. Oh. Because Stingy Jack is wandering around the marshes with his light. Right. Do, 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 do. And the Ignis Fatius, which is the actual reaction of like decaying matter in the marsh causing like weird lights. It's like causes flickering lights over the marsh. It's just like a scientific reaction like some kind of chemical reaction that causes that but people would see it and they would say that that's a will of the wisp and uh yeah so it's possible i guess that the whole story of stingy jack is just a way to try and explain away the will of the wisp Mm. which will of the wisp i don't like will i guess is a name like a man's name william but I've heard descriptions of the will of the wisp, meaning like it's the will of the wisp, like it's yeah the force or the will of the wisp. right. Yeah. And so the wisp isn't a person, and it certainly doesn't have like a gender or a name. It's just like a vague, vague light, mm-hmm. light. <laughs> Oh, I looked up the specific definition of Ignis Fatius, and it says a light that sometimes appears in the night over a marshy ground and is often attributed to the combustion of gas from decomposed organic matter. And then the second dis- the second definition under that was deceptive goal or hope. Oh. I think it's because the lore around the will of the wisp was that people would see it when they were traveling around and think it was like a person or like something, right? They would want to go toward it. And in doing so, they would end up walking into the marsh and like getting fucked up. It's interesting because Stingy Jack was uh, like, if anything, like he achieved his goals. (laughs) Um, He himself was a deceiver. But, and I, I guess, yeah, like, if he's the one carrying the lantern, then, yeah, he would be a deceiver. But, like, if his goal was to, you know, stiff the devil for a, for a bar tab, then <laughs> dude achieve that. Yeah. But I think that the description of the Ignis Batius being a deceptive goal or hope is more so referring to the fact that the lights would deceive people and make them go toward the light, which then Uh, would make them fall into the swamp. You know? Yeah. Or if you're a Disney princess, then they lead you to the witch's house. Yeah. That worked out for it, didn't it? In the end, yeah. Yeah. Turned her mom into a bear, but after that it was okay. After she got unverified. Mm -hmm. 
I love how she keeps putting her little crown on. It's the cutest thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> Does that make Brave a Halloween movie? It's got a lot of jack o' lanterns in it. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was another one that I was scared of as a kid was the the animated uh, Sleepy Hollow. I don't even think I've seen that. Well, we should watch it. It's good. Mm, cool. I think. I don't know. But good enough to scare you as a child. <laughs> Look, I've never seen the whole thing too scary. Aww. <laughs> We're definitely watching that. Okay, so the story of Stingy Jack, before I move on too far. In the end of the story, he ends up being stuck on Earth forever. Like, he can't move on to heaven or hell or purgatory. Like, he's just on Earth forever. I guess that's a type of purgatory. That is a type of purgatory. But he, so he, in some descriptions of him, it's like that his feet are all, like, bleeding and gross from, like, having to walk around all the time. And he's wearing all these, like, torn robes. And he's just, like, walking around the marsh. It's all gnarly and shivering. And I think that's actually, like, I don't know if it's intentional or not, but it seems like symbolism for what happens to you if you can't move on. Mm. And that is, again, kind of, like, a reference to maybe the actual lore and traditions surrounding that time of year where the focus is on helping any lost or wayward spirits move on to where they're supposed to be at. You know? Wayward spirits? <laughs> I don't know if the uh, mic picked yeah. that up, but there was a lot of like weird laughing and running we just heard. I I hope it did so that maybe otherwise we should just cut all this, but yeah. I I'm still like I'm trying to parse the or figure out, I guess, the moral of the Stinch Jack story. Because here's the thing, and God, if you're listening, <laughs> it seems to me that, like, dude got over on the devil twice, which should, you know, his other sins aside, it should endear you to, like, he may not be perfect, but... You can allow the enemy of your enemy to be your friend. I think in that case, like, none of his sins were really that, that, you know, mortal, I guess. And his, like, biggest sins, the person that he slighted the most was your biggest enemy, which is like, just let the dude in. Yeah. So, yeah. I, uh, I certainly do not agree with God in this instance, and... Only in this one instance. I do not quite understand the story of Stingy Jack. Um, probably because it's more revisionist bullshit. Hmm, yeah. I also think that most likely, especially given the fact that um, in Ireland, anyway, the bardic class, like the druids, were held in such high regard, and they kept all of the stories. It's probably true that it's when the monks started, like, rewriting everything that they did it the way that a screenwriter writes, like, converts a novel, <laughs> where they just combine a bunch of shit together into one thing that's not actually supposed to be like that. You right. Know? Yeah. Like, I think probably the Will of the Wisp is its own 
thing with its own story. Certainly. And then the, um, the custom of like lighting jack-o'-lanterns is probably totally unrelated to that, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I think it's probably more so an act of probably lighting candles to help the dead like find their way, but then also potentially making a jack-o'-lantern specifically with like a scary face on it to ward off unwanted visitors to your home, whether they be dead or living. I also realized that there's a common thread between if the idea of you wear a costume so that you can trick the spirits and you can blend in. Then you put a jack-o'-lantern in front of your house so that you can trick the spirits and have them not, like, bother you. It's it's the same thing of, like, pretending to be the scary phantom mm. in order to keep the scary phantom away. I wonder how old that, like, how old that story is and how many times it's been told over and over and over again. Of, like, wearing the disguise of your enemy to blend in so that they leave you alone. Well, and this story is interesting because it's not even, like... It's not even just that. It's not even just blending in spirits. It's also, you know, if the devil's coming around, it's you have this this figure of uh, Stingy Jack, and you're like, oh, this guy fucking clowned on you so hard. <laughs> Get out of here, devil. Right. Well, I was thinking that um, if there actually is a relationship between the Will-O-The-Wisp and the Jack-O-Lantern, then it's, in both cases, it's a deceptive light. Right? Mm. And Ignis Fatius deceives you into going into the marsh, and the Jack-O-Lantern deceives the ghost into not coming into your house and bothering you, I guess. So which do you think is more likely? Christians invented the turnip lantern altogether, or they stole it from pagans and revised it to suit their own bullshit? Stole it. Then I wrote that the Irish folks got to America and discovered pumpkins, and they were like, wow, how convenient. This is so much easier than carving a turnip. I guess, yeah, that's the other thing about that whole story is that, like, it doesn't sound like a Christian parable at all. It was like, like I was saying about this, this Elmer Fudd description of the devil is like, that's not, that doesn't exist anywhere else, but it does exist if you're talking about fate or like, um, different kinds of. I think a more likely version of it, now that you mention that, would be that Jack is a fae and the devil is like just some guy. Yes. Yeah. By the yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so like they can I mean like they tack on this heaven hell thing, but mm-hmm. it does sound like like kind of weird like trickery, which doesn't actually for I can't really think of any like trickster types in the whole Abraham myth. Yeah. Pantheon. That's true. I, I know it's not really a pantheon. Like it's a, There's, I guess, in their stories. four of them? What? Because the god... Wait. The, what do they call it? The Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And then there's Mary. Yeah. But well, you said pantheon. I'm just trying to like fit your thing that you said. Yahweh is kind of a... 
It's a three and one deal. It's oh, I know. Yeah. I went to Catholic school. <laughs> Yeah. I'm just trying to make it into a pantheon for you. Oh, yeah. You no. said that. Yeah. <laughs> I guess more more so in their uh, collective works. Oh, you're saying like all the like John the Baptist and like all these people from the Bible? Judas. Is that what you're talking about? Judas is kind Judas of a trickster. Is, well, if you were going to pick one, it'd be him. <laughs> Because he was like, don't worry, buddy. Let's all have dinner together. Yeah. Just kidding. Fuck you. I sold you out to the Romans. It's a, a very low-level trick. Yeah. It's just taking a bribe and fucking over your like good friend. Mm-hmm. Rude. I'm just saying that's probably the closest thing you could get. It's not like pretending to be dead so that you can get buried and then steal all the carrots in the <laughs> In <garden>. the garden. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> How many jack o lantern related injuries do you think there were when people were still carving turnips? A lot. <laughs> right? It, it, like, it had kind of the, uh, the high mortality rate of gender reveal parties today. It's, <laughs> it's hmm. Oh, I was also musing on the question of whether or not orange became a color associated with the Halloween after Irish people immigrated to America or if it or like if it originated orange being associated with Halloween maybe originated in Mexico if that's where pumpkins are from or if it like I'm curious if when they were still in the British Isles if 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 orange was like a color associated with salmon Wait, do you know the answer? No, I'm asking? just curious. I don't know the answer. Like I said, there's nothing written down. They had an oral tradition. I mean, like, or- orange is certainly an Irish color. It's on the flag. It's on the flag, yeah. Um, but, like, the thing that's orange that we associate with Halloween now is pumpkins. Right, yeah. Maybe that's where the orange comes from. It could have been that, like, just Irish people already like, yeah, they already associated orange with the, the holiday, and then they, you know, the first time they come across pumpkin, they're like, well, it's, wait, on, Irish. It's it's orange! Wait. Why did you do Australian? You're yeah. supposed to Australian. There are Irish people in Australia. Ah, look at this. Look at this oh, little orange. No, trip. wait, that's Scottish. We're going to go. Ah. That's that's how you sound Irish. You just do that sound. Ah. <laughs> I got I got to think of Conor McGregor, the Ireland, Ireland's ambassador to the world. Oh you mean Karen Calgara? She's not Irish. She's American. She's Irish American. She that's not Irish that's Irish Americans are not. We don't recognize them. Um, <laughs> that's rude. I love her. I like have daydreams that I meet her and then she laughs at something that I say. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Look at this fucking orange orange vegetable. Let's carve a fucking face in it. <laughs> That's better them. than a turnip. Yeah. Much better than a turnip. What's an Irish name for a person? Oi, Connor, remember when you sliced your hand trying to carve that turnip last year? Look at this, so much easier. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry to all Irish people who just had to listen yeah. to that. <laughs> hmm. 
Okay, I found this quote and I like, I don't know. I'm going to read it. I thought it was hilarious. Let's see. Pumpkins are widely grown for commercial use and as food, aesthetics, and recreational purposes. <laughs> right? <laughs> recreational pumpkins. <laughs> what does that mean? Are you like rolling a pumpkin across the room to someone? Is that some kind of a game? I assume they mean like jackets. I know. I assume that too, but I just thought that was fucking hilarious. Pumpkins are widely grown for commercial use. Also, the grammar of that is insane. Anyway. They're used for food, aesthetics, and recreational purposes. <laughs> uh, look at this. People <laughs> probably have sex with pumpkins. Yeah, probably. That's uh, rule 34. You can carve a hole in it, and it's got a phallus sticking up. Oh, I don't think that you would want to put that phallus in your account. That sounds like a bad idea. It's oh, like for sure, yeah. Spiky. Yeah, no, no, no. Ouch. Yeah, we're saying don't do that. <laughs> that doesn't mean people. If you have a dick, I feel like you'd probably be okay to like cut a hole in the pumpkin and fuck it if that's what you want to do. But I feel like putting the stem inside of your pussy is a bad idea. Do you think that like instead of just carving a hole, do you think someone does the hole? Like face like, and then the mouth oh, is just yeah. like a little Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You put you Dick put size hole. Celebrity crush on your Oh, you're suggesting that you like put a, like tape a picture onto it? No no, no you carve Oh you, you carve, carve it. Uh Parasultan and Paris Hilton? Is that your celebrity people crush? Like, people like her still. No. Uh, I do want to watch that documentary. <laughs> okay, so new lore for the podcast. John has a crush on Paris Hilton, apparently. No, I don't. That came way no. out of left field. I was not expecting that. Have you seen the video that, where she tries to make lasagna? It's amazing. You should watch it. <laughs> that's all a bit, though. I know. It's a good bit. It's my Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> I made a ton it. of fucking money off it. But, yeah, no. Does that seem like my type? No, that's why I was so surprised. Well, that's, yeah, I'm just um, appealing to the, the common man. No, no. What, why do you say are, Scarlett Johansson? Scarlett Johansson. She's the Black Widow. She's, like, actually hot. She's sexable. Now. I think they're, they're giving that character to uh, Florence Pugh. Who the fuck is that? Midsummer. Oh, really? Yeah. Lucky her, she's gonna make a gazillion dollars off of that. She's in the uh, the movie upcoming. As who? Black Widow. Black Widow's sister. Oh, I see. Girl went got famous, and her name is Florence Pooh. Yeah. <laughs> kind of a famous person name is that? She's in a long term relationship with Zach Braff. Okay. Did he convince her to use the name Pooh? Hmm. Well, then what does it have to do with everything? Hmm. People come to this podcast for Women aren't... Gossip. No, women are not defined by their relationships to men, okay? God. I just... Hey, well said. Why she be better? Right. Like she should be with you instead? <laughs> 
No, I just mean, I mean, I really liked you in Midsummer. You can put me inside a bear suit and burn me alive anytime you want. Honestly, like, there are worse ways to go. (laughs) But, yeah, he's like 20 years her senior. He looks like that. Yeah, he's not cute. He's not cute. But I guess he's probably funny. I mean, I don't know. Right? You can't tell by anything he's done. He's been funny before, hasn't he? Is he like totally not? He must be in something funny. Yeah, scrubs will be Right, scrubs. Anyway, Garden State's a good movie. It's not really funny though, but it is a good movie. Maybe he has a big dick. I don't know. Yeah. How do you know? <laughs> okay. Sorry about that. Everyone? Wait, did we get off topic? <clears throat> You've been listening to the Sister Luna Psychic Services Podcast. If you had perfect muscle control, like, like Michelangelo-level sculpting skills, what is your ideal jack lantern? Um, I don't know. That's tough. I do like to carve jack-o'-lanterns. Maybe like an old like Romany woman's face. Okay. Like a hag, but with like the headscarf on, you know. Now are you carving the headscarf or are you just popping through? Of course I'm carving it. You said I had Michelangelo level sculpting. What about you? I guess I'm doing like a we're like okay, like a on one pumpkin, like a, a Mount Rushmore, but like horror movie icons. Yeah, cool. Yeah, so you got, you got Fred, you got Jason, you got uh, Austin Powers, <laughs> Mike Myers. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> well, if I'll show you my machete, baby. <laughs> is that his, is he machete? He's chainsaw. I don't remember. Those were never like my favorite. Screaming and running away is groovy, baby. Yeah. Uh, Oh, Jesus Christ. It's called the Texas Chainsaw Master. No, that's not him. That's a different movie. Who's that? Leatherface. Leatherface, yeah. What's Leatherface's deal? What does he look like? Um, You don't see his face. He's wearing your mask made of human skin. Over his face. I thought that was Mike Myers. No, his mask is just like a white mask that looks like a face. Leatherface's mask. Is it not human mask, skin? I don't think so. I don't know. Yeah. Leatherface's mask is like made of. It just looks like patches of leather, like sewn into a mask that he wears over his face. Oh, like Leatherface. Yeah. <laughs> well, not him. Yes. Okay, we're. Okay, so you're describing uh, your ideal. Did you just call me Jane? Uh, Jamie. Who the fuck is that? Um, I'm, oh, that's, I don't like that. And you don't like Leatherface? No. You think he's scary looking? Just throw, no, well, no, like, I don't, like, I don't think it's a cool look. It does, it, like, it does not belong in my Mount Rushmore. Oh, it's too, like, lumpy looking? Yeah, I just don't love it. Yeah. You know who does and who 
looks fucking sweet. Yeah. Cracked her. <laughs> okay. Not really a... Uh, not uh, really horror. See? Oh, yeah. Michael Myers, <clears throat> you're not going up there either. I'm going Predator, then going Terminator. But you said Freddy and Jason, right? Freddy, Jason, Terminator, Predator. This is not really a horror. No. Okay. Well, get rid of Freddy and Jason then. So we're going Predator. We're going Terminator. Uh, let's go. Ooh, Robocop. <laughs> what the fuck? And the brain bug that looks like a vagina Wait. from Starship Troopers. Okay, so you have Arnold Schwarzenegger on there twice. Right? What? Isn't Robocop Schwarzenegger too? Are no, you're you're out of your mind. Oh, Does that hey, look like, Jesus. I don't know. You're, you're looking at his face, though. I wasn't. He was wearing a mask. Yeah. Well, I can see his face. He has a mask over it. Well, first of all, he's a robot, so that's not okay, a mask. Whatever. He has a computer on his face. Oh, who the fuck is that guy? Jesus. Peter Weller. Gross. Yeah. Okay. Okay, your pumpkin so, sounds yeah. dumb. Sorry. But... Well, in my horror Mount Rushmore features zero horror. Yeah, it's not horror anymore. You can't call it that. Okay. You're but anyway, that's that's what's on my pop. Four guys be dudes. Four guys in a hot tub, five feet apart, because they're not gay. And they're not getting COVID. And their wires are short circuiting because they're in a hot tub. Robocop dies. Wait. Wait, Terminator's a robot too, right? They both short. Yeah, Predator's fine. Well, Predator wears a lot of white gear. Yeah, but he's fine. Arnold's in Predator, but he's not the Predator. Oh, okay, right. If it bleeds, we can kill it. It was originally supposed to be Jean-Claude Van Damme, but he pulled out of the movie when he found out he would just be wearing a mask the whole time. Like, in the Predator suit? Yeah, he was supposed to be Predator. (laughs) Why would you give that's amazing! I want to be Predator. What well, yeah, that? and like presumably Predator would have done like cool martial arts. Yeah. Oh, if it was Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah. Because oh why else God. could you imagine that? That would have been ama- That would have been so much better. Yeah. What a fucking nerd! Stupid Jean Claude Van Damme. Dork. You're not I, even that I, cute. I, why are you so I can't mad, be mad, mad that you can't? Whatever. I am. I'm mad. You know what he does when you get mad at him? What? He splits. He just edited laughter. Just say the last part. As Stingy Jack learned, there is only so long that you can outrun your fate. Soon, the light, the light of the Jack Lantern, will turn its fiery gaze on you. This has been Sister Luna's Psychic Services Podcast. Sister Luna says... Yeah, that was a really good outro. Good job. All right. (laughs) That's what you says.